Hey kids, what's good? It's your old pal, Gabe Dieter. Tonight's podcast is brought to you by LoneStarButtons.com. Do you need some swag to commemorate your special project? Maybe a special event? Maybe a small business or large business? Well, look no further, my fine feathered friends. Um, Lone Star Buttons offers custom pin-on buttons in different sizes and shapes. They also do bottle openers, magnets, mirrors, etc., etc. All their products are offered at high quality and at reasonable prices. To get in touch with Lone Star Buttons, uh, you can go to their website, LoneStarButtons.com, or you can email info at LoneStarButtons.com, or, and I recommend this method, you can personally call the owner of the company. His name is Adam Stimpy Jones, and his phone number is 281-798-1996. Use the promo code, I want to suck on your hairy tits, and get some buttons thrown in for free. Also, if you want to take part in the show, you can email us at rotwpodcast at gmail.com. That is rotwpodcast at gmail.com. You can send us in friend questions, news stories, any correspondence you feel we should know. We'll read it and possibly address it on the show. Other than that, I guess we can just get to the show. Uh, Check out this pretty cool sound. I just found on the internet and it uh, goes along with the show. If you ever hear the sound, run as fast as you can or swim away as fast as you can because whether you know it or not, you are on death's door. Hey everybody, thanks for listening to episode 144 of Revenge of the World Podcast. I'm your host, Gabe, Google Me Dieter, and with me, as usual, is Bitchin' Brennan Birch. Shit, man. They're probably gonna have to Google you just to remember who you are. <laughs> it's been so long. Yeah, I had to knock the cobwebs <laughs> off of the uh, microphones and, yeah. you know, dust it for mites. Yeah, like you do, man. You do. Dust these ear earphones for uh, bacteria. And brain worms. Brain worms. Exactly. Dude. What's up, dude? Oh God, everything. I haven't seen you in like a few weeks. Yeah, right? it's been a few weeks. Yeah, we 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 bumped into each other at Kong Palooza for a little bit, but a little bit, yeah. Other than that, yeah, it's just been God. Okay, so so I I don't know if I talked about this on the show, but uh uh Jess and I, my girlfriend, are moving in together. Aww, and yeah, it, it, it's really exciting. It's really kind of nerve wracking. I'm I'm I am definitely nervous about living with somebody because it's been. Like the last person that I lived with was my mom and my stepdad, and that did not go super well. <laughs> but uh, just remember to flush. Yeah, I don't know. That's probably more on her. But uh, <laughs> no, uh, yeah. So I'm a, I'm a little nervous about that, but I mean, I don't know. We get along pretty well. I think we'll probably be okay. Yeah. But I've just got a lot of stuff going on. You know, I'm still kind of trying to wrap up things in the house as far as like you know finishing all the Harvey repair. Yeah, finishing the Harvey repair, which. You know, it's it's really kicked into high gear. I've gotten a lot done, made a lot of crazy progress because that's all I've been doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
But, you know, there's still things I need to kind of wrap up before I can, you know, comfortably turn their house over and everything. So. Just in time for hurricane season. Yeah, right? <laughs> God, shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Sorry. <laughs> like, there's this commercial that keeps coming on. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's like this, uh, it's like an older, like, Indian woman that's, like, uh, talking about how when Hurricane Harvey happened, she was, like, so sad and she was so worried. But they had insurance. And I can't help but just scream Fuck you every <laughs> single time she comes on and complains. Do you have flood insurance now? Oh, th- this is not going to be my house anymore. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah. that's not really like me. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So I'm, I'm, I get very angry every time I see that commercial. But anyway, so yeah, I've got that going on. I'm, I'm rebuilding one house. We're moving into another house, which, you know, needs some paint, needs a little bit of love. Um, and, just a couple, I know this is maybe a week and a half ago, I was on my lunch break and I hit a pothole and it completely trashed the entire like front rack of my car. Damn. So <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just beaten down like time wise and, you know, financially from fixing a house and a car at the same time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, got a little bit of anxiety moving into a new house with another person mm-hmm. and a really tight timeline to make all of this happen. And it's just it's. Are you both on the lease? Oh shit! Yeah, it's financially like, committed. Yeah, it's like I'm I'm locked in for a year. Wow. But yeah, it's it's like there's a lot going on right now, and I've just been very busy, um, very anxious, very stressed out. Who's got the furniture? Uh, well, none of us yet. Oh, really? We're going to be buying, you know, furniture. I mean, I still have like, you know, my bed is moving over there, uh-huh. and you know, I have some shelving and stuff like that. But yeah, we're we're kind of, you know, she was living with her grandmother. Yeah, she was living with her grandmother before. Oh, okay. So she was already living in a furnished place. And my couch is just like, you know, I bought this couch in like 2013 and then I've had multiple dogs and (laughs) it's just, it's time to go. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not coming with us. Yeah. You know? (laughs) So, you know, there's, there's just a lot kind of on my plate right now. I've been super, super busy and all I want to do is just like draw and make stuff. and I don't have time. Yeah. Like I, I feel like I need that right now and I just can't, you know? Yeah. It's like, it's killing me. Well, Welcome to Opposite World, <laughs> where the unemployed Gabe has all the time in the world uh, to draw and yeah. just shit. Even killing it, killing it. By the way, yeah, yeah. Trying to trying to find the old jobby job. Yeah. Trying to see who's gonna take me. Yeah. Who's I'll... got Who's got the money? <laughs> who's got the insurance plan? Who's got the balls? <laughs> <laughs> who's willing to risk their neck and hire this degenerate asshole? <laughs> So how's that going? Uh, it's going okay. Um, I've really only been doing it seriously for a couple weeks. And uh, man, it's like different places want different things. Mm-hmm. And I'm not like 100% ready to roll on every single job, you know? Yeah. I've got I've got the, the portfolio website. I've got printed materials to show when I, you know, go for an interview. Got the suit. I've got a... Uh, you know, I've got I've got things most mostly locked down, yeah. except this one uh, this one place I sent my resume to also wanted a file of my portfolio, and I'm like, God damn it! I just designed a whole website of my portfolio. Now I got to create a file, so I got to think of something to do for that. What, like a PDF or something? Or yeah, I guess so. I just I'm not comfortable with laying stuff out on a page of complete projects. Right. So. I guess I'm going to try and figure out how to do a slideshow or something mm-hmm. of my work. Yeah. I don't know. 
it's just something I ran into like two days ago, so I'm just still trying to figure out what I want to do. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's been my life. Uh. But yeah, we 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 saw each other at Comic Palooza. Right. Where I was doing a, a panel with Zine Fest, mm-hmm. which I'm super super thankful for them inviting me onto that onto that. Onto yeah, that. it's been a while. I'm <laughs> talking caveman. Uh. And uh, I was super nervous, man. Super fucking nervous. Yeah. Like I get I get uh petrified talking in front of people. I could see that. I mean it's it's a little bit nerve wracking. I definitely wasn't myself. Yeah, I I think you were definitely more like kind of I don't want to say professional, but I mean you were like like I don't know. You 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 seem like you were being very like thoughtful about everything you were saying and stuff like that as opposed to just like letting a rip on this thing. Yeah, like you and me yeah. bullshitting, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh it's just weird. I, there were a few familiar faces in the crowd but yeah i didn't know you know 80 percent of those people so yeah. it's just weird and i never i've never done like a panel discussion before right like the last time i worked at at uh comic palooza was doing portfolio review mm-hmm. for people that were aspiring comic illustrators for right. some reason they thought me and renee should really talk to people about who like, put you on that i don't know <laughs> I don't know. I was just approached by Comic Palooza. How are you getting all these weird Comic Palooza gigs? I, I, I don't know. They just fall into my lap. Uh, I guess because I tell people to Google me. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know, man. It was just a weird gig. Yeah, but like, it reminded me of when I did. Uh, I interviewed people at um, Latino Film Fest. Yeah. It was the same kind of nervousness, mm-hmm. but it, it was a little bit easier because right. I wasn't talking about someone else's stuff. It was like it was like my opinion on whatever question they were asking. Yeah, it was just very nerve wracking. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Well, I mean, it was it wasn't like a you know super huge crowd. It was like a nice like zine sized crowd for that sort of thing. I mean, I, I think, yeah. I the know. main thing I walked away from it with was I want to do more live shit. Yeah, like I wouldn't mind doing live podcasting mm-hmm. or even more uh table discussions about stuff i know about you right know? um but yeah I'd, I'd like to kind of break my nervousness a mm-hmm. little bit yeah we we've been like needing to do a live show for a long time i think yeah i, th- I think it'd be a lot of fun well all the opportunities that i thought we would have kind of broke down well we and just, that was that was a couple years ago though we just gotta book some shit yeah 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 all, I, all we gotta do is book it <laughs> We'll we'll just rent a VFW hall. <laughs> all right. <laughs> we'll get, get a, a friend's band to play. Get all of our uh, worldwide listeners to fly in. Yeah, there we go. We get all four hundred of you to come in. Yeah, and... I think we have like twenty five Houston Houstonian listeners. <laughs> yeah, that's about enough to fill up a small comic shop. Yeah, that's that's all it takes, man. Dimensions Comics, man. Let's do it. Let's do it. I'm telling you. Let's call uh, Chris Foreman. Yeah, I think, I think that's his I name. Think that's his name. Yeah. Yeah, good guy. Yeah, we, um, we need to go back out there. I got, I got toys to hunt for. Let's go. Let's go this weekend. I'm down. Okay. I'm going to have 150 bucks. To burn. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Yeah, man. I don't know. My, my Simpsons problem is starting to really take shape. <laughs> you you got some stuff at Comic Palooza, right? Yeah. Uh, I, I, d- I did a little bit of little bit of wheeling and dealing, man. It's, it's fun. It's so crazy to see you into, like, not just, you know, something you like, like the Simpsons, which you've liked forever. Yeah. Uh, but toys, which I know a lot about. Yeah. And it's just cool to see you like doing your own thing. Yeah. 
Like, well, I mean, I, that's kind of like the thing that I always thought if I was going to collect toys, I'd probably collect Simpsons toys. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I just finally got to a place where I could do it, you know, and it's it's just I'm getting to where I like I like I like the hunt of it, you know, and I like whenever somebody tells me that it's going to cost this, but I'm like, no, it's going to cost this. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like the, the, the little things about it, you know, now yeah. it's not, it's getting to where it's being even less about the toys and even more just about the pursuit of the toys. Yeah. And like, uh, someone sent me the, like, uh, Steve Wigington the other day, like sent me like a link to this guy that was selling all these toys and, you know, and ended up talking to that guy and trying to get them. But then they went before I got them and I was so mad. And then <laughs> Simpsons toys. Yeah. Like there was oh, a guy, okay. uh, in like second war that was selling like a lot. That- Steve, if you're pawning vintage stuff onto other people, I'm going to be very irritated. Well, <laughs> well, Steve's kind of a Craigslist guy. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I think he's into that a little bit. So. I'm a let go guy. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, Craigslist is full of like pretty strange. Yeah, there's, there's <laughs> weird stuff. But I mean, uh, he, he he like directed me to this guy. Like was doing like you know Facebook the Facebook Marketplace or whatever. Yeah, it was selling a bunch of stuff. But I missed him by like two hours. So oh, nice. Yeah, but like I, I sent him a message and like asked him about them, and then I had to go do some stuff at work, and then I came back and I was gonna buy them like right then, and like he'd already sold them. Mm. So better luck next time. Yeah, it was entirely my fault, and it was all stuff that I needed too. It was like there was like a Stonecutters uh, number one in there, and like. At, uh, Troy McClure, like a bunch of good ones that I just don't have yet. Yeah, and I'm like, and that's kind of what's fun about it right now is there's still a lot of stuff that like where I can buy a lot and get almost everything that I don't already have. You know? Yeah. But uh, <laughs> the uh, the crazy thing, the next step is to buy a lot that includes stuff you do have. Yeah. And then accumulating a second collection to sell off at some kind of toy show or whatever. Right. That's what I've been doing, and it's pretty fun. Yeah. It takes up a lot of space, though. <laughs> yeah, see, that's the thing is, like, you know, the house that we're moving into doesn't have a ton of space like that, so I'm already kind of pushing it. Yeah. Like, with kind of where I'm going, and Jess, are, Jess has been buying toys, too. Oh, really? What's she been getting? Like, uh, she buys a lot of, like, uh, kind of, like, anime stuff. Like, she buys a lot of, like, Lupin. Well, she's been buying these Lupin figures and, like, Dragon Ball Z stuff, and, and she has a bunch of other stuff that she's had, like, old, like, Gundam kits and things like that. Uh-huh. That, I don't know how many of them are built and how many aren't. She has them all in boxes and stuff. But, mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah, so we're, we're we're hoping to build a pretty... I have some Gundam figures I need to sell. Do you really? Yep. Okay. Anyway, let's get off the toy topic for a minute. Yeah. Um, that? Oh, sorry. Uh, dude, I have been watching television. <laughs> a lot of television. Um, have you seen... We talked about uh, Mindhunter. Yeah, I saw... I've seen a little bit of it. I it think came it, out in 2017, but I'm just now getting... We're... Me and Jess are just now getting around to it. I feel like I watched maybe like the first two or three episodes and I, I liked it a lot and just got sidetracked because that's how I am with TV. Yeah. But I turned to Jess and I was like, you know what? This is as good as uh, True Detective. Yeah. It's like up there, man. The yeah. quality of the writing and acting is like fucking crazy. Yeah. And it has that guy from Fight Club that I like. <laughs> what guy from Fight Club? Uh, the other detective that kind of has like the square head. He's uh, he's in Fight Club. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I I love it whenever I see that guy. And yeah, stuff. that guy's awesome. He, he's just like this weird character actor. <clears throat> I don't know his name, and but he, he gets to act his ass off yeah, in this series. He's good in everything. Yeah, like he's just really good. We're and, we're talking about how uh, I could never have that haircut. Like <laughs> you could. Well, you could I, do I, a flat I sort top. I sort of do. I, I definitely have like a flat head, you know. You could totally when pull I, off when a flat I have a fresh like haircut. Yeah, it's like I look like the guy from uh, you know, the video game Doom, like the little icon, mm-hmm. like the face that like whenever he's getting hurt, like you see his eyes looking around and stuff like yeah. that. I look like the Doom guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're laughing because uh, in the show he made a comment. Uh, I'm 44 years old, and he's like 50, <laughs> 55, I think, 
And like, just because it takes place in the 60s, yeah, that's how people aged back then. Right. Like they, I guess it was a hard life. I don't yeah. know. I mean, everybody smoked back then. And it, yeah. They didn't have preservatives and, in yeah. the food. <laughs> you need those yeah. <laughs> to keep your face keep looking you good. Uh, yeah, man. I've been enjoy- enjoying a lot of TV lately. Because mm-hmm. uh, there's so much good shit out there. Yeah. Like, we just finished... Um, uh what is it called breaking bad yeah never gave that show fucking a second glance just never was interested yeah through the whole time like it went i guess five seasons yeah but it's a great show it has really good writing and really good uh character development (laughs) i'm serious man i had no idea (laughs) i had zero fucking idea uh, I was about to make fun of you for watching Breaking Bad, but I'm like just about to start Deadwood. So, <laughs> oh really? <laughs> like I, I was like almost clicked on it yesterday. Dude, Deadwood is serious shit. Man. It's because the movie came out. Like I want to see it. Yeah, like, I, I, I feel like I would probably be into it. The writing for that show is it's what every TV show should be based on. Like yeah. quality wise, hmm. I, I mean, you got it's definitely in the top ten. Yeah, of quality writing and acting and production. Yeah. I, it's it's hard to think of a better show okay. like the wire was great right uh and you know people people already know what the fucking list is but mm. yeah you can't go wrong with deadwood okay. it's amazing uh what else i guess that's it man oh uh i fucking speaking of good tv i uh i took a dark turn on the internet and <laughs> oh God. i found the story of isis in morocco beheading these two swedish women mm-hmm. i think they were um so i was like fuck i, did, I had no idea this happened yeah uh, accidentally clicked on the video not knowing exactly Ooh. how terrible it was gonna be yeah because you know i mean i've seen people die and it's it's haunted me for a couple days you know yeah uh but this this shit is so barbaric and so brutal yeah it really it kept me from sleeping for a couple days yeah uh you're squinting mm-hmm. as I'm talking about it. That's pretty much how I feel. Okay. Like yeah. even talking about it. Yeah. Um, I don't think people should be able to exist that can do that kind of stuff. Um, it's just bad, man. <laughs> Let's get on to the news. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Speaking of downers, hey, you know, you know what's rusty about this shit that we're doing right now? What's that? I used to know better than to go down that dark, dark, dark shit on the show because it kind of bogs us down mentally. Yeah, and it's hard to recover from. <laughs> but you know what? I just did it, and I had to. Well, I had to fucking say that. Here we are, man. Here okay. we are. Here we are. Julian Assange. Yeah. So a Swedish court rejects his request to detain Julian Assange. Yeah, uh, I guess they're uh, they were going to try to extradite him to Sweden, but now they're saying that if they do, he doesn't need to be detained. Right. I don't know. I, I mean, as of right now, he's serving fifty weeks in a London jail for skipping bail. For skipping bail. Yeah. He's mysteriously gotten sick, quote unquote. 
Well, the guy hasn't seen sunshine in a very long time. You think His he's immune a lot of- system's probably pretty low right now. He's not seeing a ton of sunshine in jail. Yeah. You know, he's probably in protective custody. He's, uh, but whenever you go into jail in London or in England, you get a huge old round of immunizations. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a thousand percent sure that he got a hot shot from the Russian government. But <laughs> from the Russian government? Yeah. Probably from the U.S. government. I don't think it's from the They're US. the ones that want him dead. Well, they want him. They want him to. They want to extradite him. They want to try him. Who? The U.S. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're trying to get him for. Uh, but if he dies, I mean, they haven't been able to get to him in the Ecuadorian embassy. Uh, I, I mean, I, I don't know either. I, I, but I, it seems like the U.S. is the one that would want to target him, not Russia. Russia. Russia's already said that he can go over there, but he hasn't been able to make it. Yeah, but you know, I mean, Russia is the company. Like they're the state that's hosting all of that information though you know yeah because they don't have the same you know laws regarding like internet content that other countries have so in regards to other countries yeah not in regards to themselves i don't know but there, there's there's a big you know, there's a big hubbub as to you know about the russian government possibly meddling in the united states elections right now and uh yeah but man that's been going on since 2016 that's kind of like Kind of a smokescreen, especially since the guy that deleted Hillary's emails was supposedly raided the oh, other right. night. Right? Yeah. I, ha- I, don't I know have about not this. had Let's... time to look into that. Okay. Damn. But that's all Reddit. That's all Reddit. It's just Reddit. Okay. But uh, the reason he was uh, raided was he had looked on Reddit on how to delete the emails, <laughs> and that's supposedly what the FBI or whoever yeah found out. That was the red flag. Huh? Yeah. That's the, that's. That's the evidence. That's wow. a paper trail. Dude, that, that yeah. just makes me want to delete my Reddit account. <laughs> just based on the creepy stuff what did, I browse on what did you What did you say, Brennan? Uh. <laughs> um, but yeah, as far as Julian Assange, I don't know, man. The uh, There's this whole thing about what is... Uh, like what constitutes a journalist? Is that yes. Okay, yeah. Yes. What is journalism and what is... It's weird, man, because... He's not a U.S. citizen. What protection does he have under the First Amendment? Right. I don't know. I mean, probably none. I don't know. Because, I mean, if you're being tried in a U.S. court system, aren't you, like, if you're subject to U.S. laws, you should be subject to U.S. protections. That's a good point. Right? That's a good point. But other people don't don't see it that way. Yeah. It was funny because there was one, I think there was a reporter on MSNBC, and I say reporter, but he was really just a news commentator. Right. Or host for the news. Uh, but he made the remark that Julian Assange is a news reporter, but he, in the same, like, set, uh, like maybe the next sentence or two sentences ahead of that, he said he should be tried for espionage. And it's like, how can you have both the freedom of speech yet be tried for espionage? I think where it gets tricky is the, the means through which he's, you know, acquiring the data you know what i mean yeah but he got it from bradley manning right chelsea manning. chelsea manning yeah, yeah. Uh, well at the time yeah bradley at, at the time bradley yeah and he, who has already been yeah tried convicted and, and is currently pardoned or no cr- in the process. currently back in jail yeah back in jail for not you know giving everybody up which really? you know yeah huh. and being fined every single day that she is in jail really yeah i, th- I think it's like a thousand dollars a day and eh, that won't be a problem for her still it's 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 dirty not right it is dirty i mean They've they've done her nothing but dirty since yeah, she was caught since day one. But yeah, it's interesting. Um, I guess we'll find out if he survives this whole ordeal. Uh, 
I'm, my my hopes are not high. <laughs> <laughs> really? I, I, I'm, I am sticking by hotshot theory until I see otherwise. <laughs> I think... <laughs> I think all vaccines are hot in some way or another. But <laughs> okay, hey, <laughs> okay, anti-vax mom. <laughs> anyway, um, so next to, story. Let's, see, let's go to the next. One. Okay, aircraft carrier sent to Middle East after indications Iran planned attack on U.S. forces. Mm. Bullshit! <laughs> bullshit! Total bullshit! This is so, this is Gulf of Tonkin all over. This again. is a carryover from uh, McCain's <laughs> propaganda that he was spreading. Oh, Remember, Jesus. Bomb, 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 I ran. Oh, shut up. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> he actually said it on a mic. Yeah. Um, not cool. Not cool. Not even a good joke. <laughs> no, you defiled a Beach Boys song. How know, dare right? you? How dare you? Um, yeah, I mean, we have... <laughs> We have bases surrounding Iran, yeah. Iran, whatever, uh, like completely surrounding them. Yeah. This is just surrounding their their ocean. You yeah, know? This, yeah, this is just, yeah, the Navy, basically. It's like, okay, we're going to bombard them from all sides. Right. There was There is no escape. Mm. You will die. Um, I don't know, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm really fucking tired of, of warmongering. Yeah. Uh, the U.S. is all over the fucking place. There's more money than ever going into the Pentagon. Mm-hmm. There's no anti-war movement in no. the U.S. right now. No meaningful anti-war um, movement. You're you're hearing it here only, really. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure there are other podcasts, but there's a lot of people fuck, on man. Facebook. Why are we Why are we paying for this shit? <laughs> Jesus, man, just had to leave with those ISIS beheadings, didn't you? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Uh, it's funny, man. We've been wanting to go to war with Iran since the seventies. Yeah, the been... CIA has has been pressuring that whole that country's uh regime. Yeah, since then. I mean, we've we've we have literally placed a leader in that country that was overthrown. Mm-hmm. It's just shit. That's how we got Osama bin Laden in the first place. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when are we gonna learn? You know? Yeah. When? Well, thankfully, due to the looming you know, environmental catastrophe, we're hopefully going to die by 2050. <laughs> that's what that new Australian study is saying. I don't know if you oh, saw that. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, so... 2050 is is the uh, the point of no return, mm. right? Yeah. Yeah, after that, we're, we're done. Yeah. Toast. Yeah, we'll all, we'll all go live in space. How about that? Yeah. Just uh, save your money. Don't buy don't buy a house. Yeah, <laughs> just That'll be rich. That'll only slow you down. <laughs> just Stop be being, rich. Stop being poor. <laughs> <laughs> what do we got? Uh, Mongolian... Yeah, bubonic plague outbreak. That yeah. is amazing. Yeah. So, uh, okay. Yeah. So basically, exactly the Black Death. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the, these people in Mongolia are catching the bubonic plague from eating uh, marmot. Yeah. Because there's which there's, has fleas. Yeah. These these raw marmots. Uh, these marmots. These uh, marmots are being bitten by fleas, and which carry the plague. And because they're eating the organ meat, you know, they're contracting the bubonic plague. Mm-hmm. Um, organ meat. Yeah, it's because well, they believe that uh, by eating this meat, you know, it's going to, it's like, it's very healthy, you uh-huh. know? which if you eat, you know, a healthy marmot, yeah, it's, you know, healthy organ meat, but, you know, it's high like in liver. Iron. Yeah, it's like high in iron and stuff, you know, but uh, yeah, if they happen to catch one of these that happens to be carrying the bubonic plague, obviously they contract the plague. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't know if you've seen like any of the, you know, kind of opinion and hot takes on this particular story. There are hot takes on well, the plague. It's Twitter, man. There's hot takes on everything. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, 
But yeah, people are like, oh, why are you eating? Uh, why are you eating rats? You know, because these people in rural Mongolia mm-hmm. are getting bad information, much like you know certain moms on Facebook that don't vaccinate their children. <laughs> you know, <laughs> they just have bad information and they mm-hmm. refuse to believe the good information. You know, yeah. So it's kind of hard to, and especially in you know rural Mongolia where there's not a lot of information. To begin with, there's not a lot of infrastructure right. to transfer information. They're still hunting shit with eagles. <laughs> yeah, the, they're hunting, you know, marmots with eagles. Yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of hard to, like, hold these people at fault. It's, like, really messed up. It sucks. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't know. Didn't the plague kill, like, half the people on Earth it, at it, one point? It killed one-third of the population of Europe, for sure. Who stopped that shit? Uh, that bur- one guy with the scroll? <laughs> Sanitation? Burning started, bodies? Started, a. Uh, Mailing scroll by Eagle. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. I guess they just figured out, you know, to quarantine people and destroy the corpses and, you know, make sure there's no dead rats in the water and, you know. Oh, yeah. Quit throwing the uh, the dog heads in the in the well. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that done one time on uh, what's it called? Blood something with Rudger Hauer. Shit, what is that? I know exactly what you're talking about. I can't yeah, think yeah, of the yeah. name of it. Sword and Blood or something like that? Sword in the Rose? No. What is that? We could look it up. We could, but I kind of like just dwelling on it. <laughs> Flesh and Blood? Hmm. Yes, Flesh and Blood, starring Rutger Hauer. Anyway, the uh, the hero of the movie is the plague. <laughs> <laughs> because they, it was like, they were like a gang of uh, mercenaries that were shysted by the, uh, the nobility. Yeah. And uh, to get revenge, they took over the... Uh, I guess King's castle mm-hmm. and uh, killed like everybody that was useful. Other uh, anybody that was useful for anything other than sex died. <laughs> so they they uh, yeah they 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 killed a bunch of people. How old is that movie? I feel but like the I prince the prince threw like a, a plague ridden dog into the well and everybody started getting sick and dying. Oh good, yeah, that's great, great yeah. movie. What'd you say? What year? Yeah, uh, let me find out. 1985. Okay, because I, I I was thinking like I felt like I saw it when I was a kid. Oh yeah, okay. yeah, it was a staple. <laughs> it's a great movie. Um, All what right. else? What else we got, Brennan? So Instagram and Facebook banning far right extremists. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Alex Jones, Infowars, Milo Yiannopoulos, Paul Joseph Watson, Laura Loomer, Paul Nalen, and Louis Farrakhan. It's kind of a weird one in that group. Is he is he far right? I think Alex Jones is the weird one of that group. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. So yeah. Whenever I jumped on board the uh, Alex Jones train, mm-hmm. you know, lightly, I wasn't like yeah. a huge fan. Uh, but he was he was up George Bush's ass, like yeah, not not pleasantly up his ass, but like just yeah, nine eleven was pulling like out his all this information on George Bush's uh, dirty deeds. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Nine eleven was his fucking bread and bacon. You know. Yeah. Eggs and bacon? What am, what am I trying to say? <laughs> I was saying bread and butter. Here comes the rust. Here comes the rust. But, uh, I like bread and bacon, man. <laughs> bread and hey. bacon, who does, yeah. who doesn't like a nice BLT, Biscuit, man? bacon, eggs, hey. cheese. Can't go wrong. Yeah. Um, yeah, It's. I think only recently he's kind of jumped. I think when he jumped for on the, popularity yeah. sake, he's kind of like gone right wing. Yeah. He's, he's jumped on the Trump train. And, <laughs> what are you going to do? I don't know. Blame hey. a guy for making money? <laughs> I, I don't know. I think it's kind of just a weird... I mean, I, I guess they're lumping Louis Farrakhan in as an anti-Semite. Yeah, yeah. I mean... I don't okay. like... I don't like... I don't like that guy, really. Uh, I don't even 
care about the rest of the people, but yeah. I like a wild ass internet. I don't think I don't think people should be taken off of these platforms for any reason. Yeah. Especially like these I'm talking far, far right wing people mm. and I'm saying like basically Nazis. Yeah. Because people need to see that ugliness and know who they're fighting against. Yeah. Otherwise, who's going to go to a fucking uh, white supremacy website? You know, that just, I don't know. I don't no. think it's a very good sense, uh, a very good way to communicate ideas. I mean, I, I, banning people. I, I like the idea of the Wild West Internet, you know, as much as anybody. But I also think that, you know, with the whole social media thing, it's kind of funneled us down. So it's not Wild West Internet. No, no, not at all. It's like we've got, you know, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and, you know, what, Snapchat or whatever else, whatever few platforms that are that have kind of risen to the top. Right. You know, so it's it's basically the same thing as having four channels, you know, and imagine, you know, Louis Farrakhan getting a block of time on NBC. Yeah. You know, that's that's kind of what that is now. It's like those four, you know, few mainstream programs. I have I have nothing against what you're saying. So, I mean, it's it's like it's not the idea of the Wild West Internet is not necessarily what we're dealing with. It's not the Internet of the, you know, the late 90s, early 2000s where, yeah. you know, you built your site and if you could get traffic, great, you know. Right. So but that stuff, I mean, when these platforms first started, it kind of was the Wild West of yeah. the Internet. Uh, I mean, and I, I do still like that about YouTube. YouTube isn't like that anymore, though. Not really. Eh, it's it, You can still find some weird shit on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well that's true but it's demonetized and it and it's hard to get to yeah because the people that want to make money off of it can't yeah so who's gonna host it you know just people as a hobby but i mean that's kind of when it's better you know <laughs> like, it kind of is yeah you're it's right. like it's it's better when there's no vested financial interest you know yeah like that could you know that's a good point man because that makes me think that might have been what ruined these social media platforms is when money comes into the, yeah, uh, when, the when situation. Pe- when people became influencers. Yes. You know? Yes. That's when, when, it, when, whenever there was like, when there was money to be made, that's when it became a problem. Yeah. You know, because it, it used to be that, you know, Alex Jones was still sort of like an underground weird thing. Dude, I don't know why I didn't make the connection, but advertising. Yeah. That's the same thing that happened with TV. Yeah. It's, it's advertising. That's a weird connection that and, I never made. And it's content that like people are so heavily like emotionally invested in. You know? Yeah. Their, their politics, their, you know, racial identity, their religion, you know, all these yeah. things that are, you know, core things that people believe in, you know, these major platforms have found a way to monetize that. Yeah. So, I mean, that's why, you know, it, it's it's not so much the Wild West anymore. It's, it's a corporation making money off of Other corporations. what was Wild West content. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Because they wanted to scale up. Yeah. They don't get advertising. It costs no money to make, you know, InfoWars. They got a blue screen. Right. You know? Well, they do. They do have like a hundred employees. Well, over now, there. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I see what you're saying. I mean, most of those people are just you know, selling survival buckets. Yeah, <laughs> operating the phones. <laughs> Store your food and then your shit. <laughs> Buy some diamond gusset jeans. <laughs> anyway, good old diamond gusset. Yeah, always a good punchline. <laughs> what else we got? Uh, ninth dead whale found in San Francisco Bay Area. The plastic is killing all the animals in the ocean. <laughs> Man, yeah, no shit. Like. How long has this been a problem? I don't know, but it seems like it's getting reported a, a lot pro- lately. <laughs> yeah, but it's been a problem for what a decade. Yeah, garbage island and all that. I mean, it's um. So there was the uh, the Great Pacific 
plastic patch. Yeah, I don't, I don't. I yeah, don't it was that, that what, big floating island of garbage yeah, that yeah. was supposedly as big as Texas uh, or something like that. It was enormous. It was the size of a state. Yes. Yeah, and uh, apparently that's gone. It's like down to just it, it's a it's like not even a third of the size that it used to be. And I get I get the feeling that since nobody really cleaned it up, yeah, it's really just dispersed, right? And it's just destroying everything, <laughs> like the monster that it seems to be. It's yeah. a kaiju, basically. Yeah, pretty much. It's the uh, equivalent to the smog monster. Yeah, the um, Violante. Yeah, Violante. <laughs> Violante. Yeah, because anyway. you want to be French, Italian. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, pretty crazy, man. Yeah. So there've been there's been plastic killing birds. Like, ah, I don't know what to do, man. What do you do? There, there's a teenage kid that came up with a machine to to scoop all that shit up, but he's like not fully funded to really? do his thing yet. Yeah, I, I don't know anything about that. Yeah, he, I think he came up with it when he was like 16, and I think he's 19 now. Hmm. And uh, his machine works. It's just not funded in a large, right, large enough format to do any good. Hmm. What are we gonna do, Brennan? Apparently, we got to die in 2050. We got to use plastic. That's all there is to it. You really don't. <laughs> what do you want to do? Well, I mean, there, there's Make like this a... this bottle out of glass? <laughs> there, there's a, a bunch of alternatives that have been developed. There's like one that's like an algae-based plastic that biodegrades. Where are we going to get all that algae, Brennan? <laughs> Where's, how is oil and gas not going to make plastic? <clears throat> My grandpappy made plastic for 35 years. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why everyone in this neighborhood has cancer. <laughs> you may be right about that anyway so the japanese (laughs) so continuing on our trajectory that this show is going yes revenge of the world yeah the japanese are are putting up ads uh in these high suicide spots spoobicides (laughs) and the spoobicide spots uh what's the japanese word for suicide harikari uh Yeah, so uh, these companies that are, uh, I guess there's like some like Japanese agency that helps people that are like dealing with like major like debt problems. Yeah. And they're taking a little bit of their budget and they're going out to like these suicide forests and things like that and putting up signs to like trying to convince people to not kill themselves. Yeah. Which ostensibly I think is just a way for them to get their money back. <laughs> I think this is just debt collectors that work trying to get paid. But yeah. It, it, I don't know, man. I don't know. It's, it's just. I hope it, not. <laughs> Hopefully there's some mercy in the world. Is there though? Is there? I think I think they should bring back seppuku instead of like just to have like an honorable way out. Yeah, I I feel like if you like kill yourself, you should be relieved of your student loan debt. Yeah, like I don't I don't think someone should have to pay that because you know come on. Does someone have to pay that? Yeah, I mean whenever you die, like your debt goes to your estate. (laughs) Really? Yeah. Wow. You don't pay off your debt, like your grandkids are gonna pay it. (laughs) Really? I think that's how it works. Man, I always thought that uh, if you died, your debt was wiped clean. They would have to put a lien on your house and shit like that, right? Uh, that's fucked up. Yeah. It, that's why, like, it's really hard to get, like, suicide insurance. Is there such a thing? There is. Wow. But, uh, like, the, the stipulation on it is, like, if you buy suicide insurance, you're not allowed to kill yourself for two years. Otherwise, the insurance doesn't pay out. Damn. <laughs> Strict. I gotta ask Jess about that. <laughs> Don't ask me why I know that. Oh man, come on! Now you're gonna make me worry. I'm gonna I'm, be calling you for two years. I'm good. I'm good. Don't worry. All right. <laughs> but I was curious one day, just what happened, dude. 
Man, the Japanese take shit so seriously. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't seem like they're having much fun, man. It's like, how did you get to this point? I mean, they got big problems yeah. in their small country. Yeah. They stopped fucking. They're not making kids. Their people are getting old. Yeah. There's not going to be anybody to take care of them. They're trying to make robots <laughs> to fucking care for people. I mean, everybody works like 18-hour days. It's fucking awful. They, they've become like... And what are they doing? What do they actually do? I mean, like, it's, it's, it's mega capitalism. You know? Yeah. It's tech. Yeah. Fuck, man. It's, it's it's Judge Dread capitalism is what they're doing. <laughs> Jesus, all because we quit we quit making our own shit. Pretty much, there's nobody to rip off anymore. Yeah, <laughs> can we talk about something fun, dude? We used to supply ideas for the entire planet. Yeah, and now now it's just you know who's who's coming up with it? Japan is ahead of us in ideas. Yeah, you don't see us throwing ourselves out of windows in the '60s. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, let's talk about. We got a few Florida. Can we talk about Florida? We got some good God. Florida stories. Okay. But then again, <laughs> uh, story number one: eleven foot alligator removed from Florida resident's kitchen. Yeah, they got pictures. That's a these pictures are fucking scary, dude. The thing is huge. Eleven feet. That's like two of me. Yeah, head to foot. <laughs> uh, there's a movie that's coming out. It's directed by uh, the guy that directed. Uh, Lake Placid? The Hills Have Eyes. Oh, really? Yeah. And it's just about, like, this guy and, like, this woman, like, his daughter, and they're, like, trapped in a house during a hurricane, and, like, the house is flooding, and there's an alligator in the house. Like, a massive alligator like this. Oh, wow. I want to see this movie so bad, and I can't think of the name of it right now. Damn. But it looks amazing. The Hills Have Eyes? Yeah. That kind of that kind of terror can... You, you can do a lot with uh, an alligator. Yeah. I mean, this, it's just these two people, and this alligator is just, like, ruining their life. Like, that's already really bad. Yeah. <laughs> it looks amazing. That's crazy. Yeah. That's, that's that's everything that I thought of whenever I saw this story. But Okay, yeah, so this woman in, uh, not woman, it's a, a family in Clearwater, Florida. They had, uh, had to call the police and an animal trapper to remove an 11-foot alligator from their home. It just climbed in their kitchen windows somehow. Yeah, police said uh, the reptile broke into the home through some low kitchen windows. Mm. Why the fuck would an alligator want inside of a house? Oh, hungry. Are they frying up chick, some chicken or something? Maybe so. Probably pro- might have just marshmallows. Could have been anything. Yeah, a little bacon, bacon and bacon and bread. Yeah, I don't know about Florida, man. <laughs> Seems pretty sketchy on land and you know by the water. Florida's like Australia. Yeah, you know, just everything's trying to kill you all the time. Well, Australia's way. I don't know if it's way worse. Their bugs are their animals. Gnarlier. Their animals were are worse, but their populations so low that they're pretty much safe. You know, somewhat, unless you're going into the animals' territory. Mm. It's all water, man. You got to stay out of the water. Yeah. Uh, second Florida story: uh, alligator ruins Florida couple's picnic plans. <laughs> uh, so they were having a uh, romantic picnic next to a lake. And uh, an alligator dashed out of the water to steal their food. <laughs> the word dashed scares the shit out of yeah. me. Allig- Have you ever seen like an alligator kind of sprint a little bit? They're fucking fast. It's fucking scary, dude. <laughs> they're fucking fast. Those fat little legs. And like they're, they're moving that huge body. Yeah. You know, and like it's just jaws of death. Dude. Oh, God, it's so scary. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, the alligator got their food, ate their salami and cheese and other picnic foods. Yeah. And lots of plastic <laughs> yeah couple said the alligator eventually went back into the lake after finishing the feast so i just want just ate their food and left yep it reminds me of a 
like a bear. A yeah. bear's a, they just, you know. Trying to eat, man. Yeah, they're trying to eat shit. Uh, third Florida story. Uh, Florida man bitten by a snake slithering out of his toilet. Oh, God, I'm so afraid of this. Why the fuck does this happen? Why? I'm scared. I'm I scared. Know. I feel like there's a snake or an alligator that's going to get me right now. Yeah. Um, so Florida man, <laughs> hashtag Florida man, received an unusual surprise in the bathroom when a ball python slithered out of his toilet and bit him on the hand. Uh, I guess he was in the middle of wiping. <laughs> Otherwise, I, I, I why, guess so. why would he be sitting on his hand? <laughs> yeah. Unless he was doing yeah. the, uh, doing the old, the yeah. old stranger. The stranger. <laughs> <laughs> at least it was just his hand yeah 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 he was shielding his yeah his uh pork and beans <laughs> um <laughs> so okay um <coughs> uh, yeah so this the snake uh slithered out of his toilet and bit him on the hand uh the man who said he did not know if the snake was attempting to use the toilet to enter or exit his apartment received a bite on his hand from the non-venomous snake and was not seriously injured uh they took the ball python to a reptile center and they don't know where the snake came from i'll tell you exactly where it came from came from a fucking it might it might have been generations ago but uh somebody had something as a pet and it got away or they let it go yeah aren't ball pythons from like asia yeah but i mean you can get those from a pet store right i know that's the problem i mean there's so many invasive species in florida yeah because people just let their shit go fucking drug dealers buying tigers and shit yep <laughs> yep pretty crazy anyway we got another florida do we? Story. Yeah, we skipped it because I wanted to stay in the Florida uh, section. You said, apparently you can just shoot a motherfucker in Florida. Oh, uh, yeah, I forgot about that one. Hold on, let me bring that up. Yeah, so this woman, uh, okay, this couple was at a, a, a at the checkout line at a grocery store, a Publix in yep. Florida, which apparently is a really great grocery store. I've never been to one, but everyone that I've ever known from Florida has been all about Publix. It's like, it's like their H-E-B, mm. sort of. So this couple was, uh, they were at the checkout line and this woman had like a, like a double barrel, uh, Derringer in her purse. And she sat her bag down on the, uh, on like the the conveyor belt, like the checkout thing. Yeah. And it went off and shot her husband in the leg. As, yeah. Yeah. Those things happen. Yeah. As, you know, as want to happen whenever you're just carrying a firearm around. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so the weapon discharged, uh, she had a permit, no child, no charges filed, she got off. That's insane. Well, it was an accident, which those do happen. Yeah. But I just think it's interesting that this lady had a fucking hooker gun. Yeah. Well, I mean, those those aren't any good against snakes and alligators. Yes, I know, right? You've got bigger problems in Florida. (laughs) You got, uh. You got Florida man, hashtag Florida man that you yeah. have to worry about. Running need around some, on bath salts with a snake around his you neck. You need at least the 38. Shit. 50 cal, dude. <laughs> put, it on the, on. put that on the bottom, on that's the top o- of your Prius there. overkill, I think, but uh, okay. But, uh, but yeah, like, so in, in order for this weapon to have discharged, it would have had to have had the hammer cocked, you know? Yeah. So was that thing just like ready to go all I, the time? I think so. See, that's the crime to me, Yeah. you know? I mean, I I don't love concealed carry. Well, but I get it, sort of. If it fell, it could have cocked it without cocked clicking and, it. Cocked and then discharged. Well, I mean, you can click it back and have the firing pin go without pulling the trigger. Well, I mean, you have to engage the trigger to do that, though. like for it to go. Fully it depends. It depends on what kind of gun it was. I mean, I mean, maybe if this is like a flea market Derringer or something, I don't know. But I don't know. I, I don't couldn't know. tell you. 
We need I, a ballistics expert. <laughs> <laughs> Let me call my Uncle Victor. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, so, anyway, yeah. Shot a 67-year-old man at the grocery store. No charges filed. Everything's fine. Good for them. I'm Again. glad they got away with attempted murder. Attempted murder, technically. <laughs> Good thing nobody else was hurt. Yeah. Keeping it in the family. Um, You ready for some... Murder and Mayhem? Murder and Mayhem. Yes, sir. Okay, yeah, sure. Okay, so my Murder and Mayhem this week is just kind of an update, actually, to something that we talked about not too long ago. Uh, so we talked about uh, Leslie Van Houten from the Manson family and how her going up for parole. Well, uh, the results came back today. <laughs> <laughs> It's not happening. There, nope. uh, Governor Gavin Newsom of California has decided that a 69-year-old woman, <laughs> you know, sort of accidentally committed a murder on LSD in the 60s. <laughs> sort of accidentally committed a murder? Is that true? <sighs> she didn't technically kill anyone. She fell on someone with a knife? She Leslie Van Houten didn't stab anybody. She she held the bag over one of their heads. I think oh, was shit. the extent of her crime. Uh, okay, but she she was there. You know, obviously yeah. she, she helped. To, she she helped. She needed to go to prison. I feel like she served her time. How long has she been in there? I mean, what when did the Manson family go in? Like sixty nine, seventy. Yeah, yeah. She's been in since then. Oh, she she was actually released for a little while because there there was like a I think her lawyer died and there was like this whole like they had to retry her and like it was, it was, her her case out of all the Manson people is the most interesting. Hmm. Like she she's lived amongst society since everything happened. Didn't murder anybody. She got a job. Like she worked at a law office. She like had friends. She you know paid her rent. Had a you know place to live. Did fine on her own. You know, then she was retried and put back in prison. I think she got the death penalty and then the death penalty was removed. And then she's been in prison ever since. And now she's been going up for parole. And the governor is saying that she's still a threat to society. I don't think that Leslie Van Houten is still a threat to society. Give her six more years. <laughs> she's the only one of the Manson family that's ever shown any remorse. Yeah. I, I really sincerely believe that if any of them should be free, it's her. Yeah. Brennan's putting his rep on the line. No, I mean, I, I a thousand percent believe that. Okay. Yeah. I know nothing. So, well, I'm going to, she, she never made excuses. She never turned to religion. She has dedicated her entire time to prison to like helping rehabilitate other inmates. Uh -huh. You know, she's about as straight as you can go as far as like an inmate is concerned. And you know, I, I think she should be released there. You heard it here, folks. Let, let, uh, Leslie Van Houten go free Leslie Van Houten, man. All right. Yeah. We're so, making the shirt. Yeah. There, there we go. Let's do it. That's the merch that needs to happen. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll donate all the funds to the Leslie Van Houten uh, Freedom Society. <laughs> uh, we're not donating shit. <laughs> we're gonna clean up on that. Um, all right, man. Yeah, that, that's that's really all there is to it. It's just uh, you know that came out today because Governor Gavin Newsom is a pussy. Maybe uh, maybe we should take a little trip over there and speak on her behalf. <laughs> I don't know that, that would help. That's true. A uh, couple degenerates vouching yeah. for this lady. Eh, Idiots with a podcast. Probably yeah. not going to happen. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Ready for some ready for some friend questions? Sure. Okay. Uh, Brent Himes asks, "Why do white people like Wayne Brady? What's not to like about Wayne Brady?" I don't know. I, I I only see Wayne Brady like when I'm either at home or I'm, I'm at my parents' house sick or at a laundromat. 
Wow. That's the only time that I ever see or think about Wayne Brady and that I'm reminded that he exists. Is Wayne Brady on something now? He's like a game show host or something. Really? He's around. He's always on TV when I'm at my mom's house. Yeah. Or, you know, if I'm, you know. What was the improv show he did? He was on Whose Line Is It Anyway? Yeah. He was super fucking talented on that show. He's funny. He's quick, you know. But, you know, not a person I think about. That show was fucking groundbreaking. Yeah. I mean, you didn't ever get to see improv. Yeah, there's not improv on, on TV. On TV like that. Yeah. Ever. I, I'm, as far as that yeah. show, I was a big fan of the I guy. Mean, I think that's a, like, really impressive skill. You know, I, I don't have yeah. it. Yeah. But, anyway. Uh, why do white people like him? I don't know. I don't know. I, I remember that being a thing on Chappelle's show, but I don't remember what the joke yeah. was. So Just I, that he was kind of, like, milk toast, I guess. I think so. But, yeah. I don't. I don't I, think that's a bad thing. I don't it's know. It's just he was in his uh, proper element, you know. I don't know. Do white people still like Wayne Brady? Do white people still think about Wayne Brady? I don't. I don't know. I mean, I know I'm a white person, and I only see him twice a year. <laughs> you know. I mean, I, I mean, I guess I'm like you know happy to see him still out there and doing his thing. But yeah. why is it white people though? I don't know. I don't understand Brennan Brent's Brennan. I don't understand Brentheim's uh, line of thinking. Hmm. hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not exactly white, but I enjoy him. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So Instagram user at Jorleyfish asks, what's your favorite way to eat potatoes? I feel like she's asked us this question before. I've always been a fan of scallop potatoes. Scallop potatoes are good. Pretty damn good. Yeah. Uh, I, I Bacon, like, cheese. Yeah. yeah. It's nice. I, I do like a, I like a waffle fry. Waffle fries are good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. Is there a bad way to eat potatoes? Really? Um, I don't love potato salad. That's just me, though. Uh, I I don't like mustard potato salad. Yeah. I like the way my grandparents made it with a uh, Miracle Whip. Ah. <laughs> I like it a little sweet. A little sweet. I'm a little puffy, if you haven't <laughs> noticed. Um, Lee Yanez asks, AEW is a huge competition the WWE wasn't ready for. What changes need to be made within the WWE brand to stay relevant? Are they relevant? <laughs> I don't know, man. Like... I, I personally, the only wrestling that I've seen that I really thought was like really cool in the past few years was that new Japan pro wrestling. Oh yeah. Have you, have you seen any of that? No. It, um, I've heard about it. It's, it's like the costumes are like nineties wrestling. Yeah. But like the arenas they wrestle in and like the audiences are like eighties wrestling. Huh. It, it seems like like nineties wrestling taking place in a VFW hall. Yeah. <laughs> But I mean, it's it's like the big wrestling out of Japan, I guess. But it looks kind of cheap and like kind of dirty and grimy. Uh huh. Can think, you look up what the AEW is? Yeah. Because I don't even know. Hold on. Um, I know the problems with the WWE, but I don't know if the AEW is doing it better. Yeah. I. The problems with the WWE are they have writers. Yeah. And they have performers that do the acting out that the writers make them do. Yeah. You know, and that's always been like. It's been a diversion from, you know, back in the 90s when everything was fun. Yeah. Because you had all these crazy performers doing, you know, basically their own shit. Right. Like Stone Cold, you had Triple H, you had uh, Hulk Hogan, you know, all these great performers. And they were great on the mic. But I don't know if the AEW... uh, Are you wearing a wrestling shirt right now? I am wearing a wrestling shirt. What is that? I got this from ZineFest. It's a... It says... Gordon, Gordon Sully's hair styled by Candy. At Lucy's Lu- fantasy, uh, fancy salon. 
salon in Tampa. Yeah, I bought this at Zine Fest off of the table because, you know, this year Zine Fest was like wrestling themed or whatever. Uh-huh. And this guy had a bunch of like bootleg, like weird, like regional wrestling promotion shirts oh, that he made. Cool. Yeah, I just thought it was really cool. But yeah, apparently AEW is like a new thing that's starting in October. So it's not even on the air yet. Really? Yeah, I, I this is brand new to me, man. I don't know anything about it, but, you know, I'll, I'll give it a shot. Hmm. Is it regional? No, it's it's a it's gonna be like a national like direct competitor to WWE. Hmm. I guess uh, TNT is gonna air it in the United States. Um, yeah, hmm. interesting. Mm-hmm. Lee, check back with us. We know nothing. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, Gabriel Clement asks if you could go back in time, what invention would you take back with you and take credit for? Oh shit! How far back in time am I going? How far back do you want to go? I don't know. I don't know. Um, I saw on a TV show, someone, someone gave alien technology to someone in the sixties and it was Velcro. Right. And it like totally changed a lot of shit, mm-hmm. you know, cause that was like a space age technology for back then. Right. Um, to make money though, uh, I guess sports betting would be pretty big, right? Yeah. That could probably be a good cash cow if you were in yeah. back in time yeah. permanently. Yeah. Um, but an invention... Jesus, probably a lithium-ion battery. <laughs> yeah, that's because good. batteries sucked. Yeah, they fucking sucked up until like 2010. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's my answer. I would take the vaccine for the bubonic plague. <laughs> I would go back to like the year like 1099 or whatever. Uh-huh. I would rule Northern Europe like a god. Yeah. And stop the British Empire from happening. Ooh, wow, interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Just stop northern european imperialism wow and save everyone's lives in the process that's pretty good dude pretty good i don't know where we'd be right now but uh (laughs) it would just be someone else (laughs) we just have fucking bow and arrows yeah we we, we would all have german accents instead we'd all be (laughs) eating python meat in uh florida yep uh girl on girl asks what's the best thing you've ever found i was just talking about this uh yesterday with my gal Mm -hmm. jess uh i found a is this illegal if I found a bag of uh, fake $5 bills <laughs> and uh, maybe not all of them made it into the trash can? <laughs> <laughs> well, it is now. <laughs> oh, good old fun, not, fun not, teenage days. It's not, it's not a crime until you admit to it. Yeah, I admit to nothing. I just found the damn thing. Yeah. And my belly was full all week. One of the best things that I used to find all the time whenever I worked Porno. For, when I worked for the post office <laughs> was boxes of discarded pregnancy tests. Whoa, really? Like that was a thing that I used to see all the time. Like cuz you know there would be like a Walgreens on my route or whatever and somebody would be like I need to find out now, you know? And it happened a lot. Like I probably found I would say I probably found 10 pregnancy tests. Damn. Just in the time that I carried mail for the post office. I got a better one. Okay. From you. Okay. While you worked at the post office. Oh, okay. You found a giant dildo. That is true. With a string wrapped around it. The giant dildo. Yeah, that's a pretty good one. (laughs) I used to find weird shit on the street all the time. Like, yeah, sounds like fun. Discarded bits of weave. Like, just like where you could tell like somebody got into a fight in the street. There would just be like fistfuls of hair that someone purchased. Good old Lamar. Yeah, man. All right. What else we got? What else we got? Uh, No more friend questions. Let's go to Tenfold Tirade. UFOs! See a ghost! Crazy unexplained shit! 
You Johnny completely fucks. <laughs> uh, so the DODs finally got off its chicken hawk ass <laughs> and come out and said, uh, UFOs are real. We told uh, you. We told you. We told you. <laughs> we told you five we told times. told you. At least five times by now. Uh, so they've, they've come up with this program back in the day called the AATIP Advanced. Oh, Jesus. Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program. Okay? So, supposedly this was set up in 2007. Mm. You believe in this shit? 2007? Mm. We all of a sudden, out of the blue, are saying, oh, these UFOs, (laughs) we don't know what the fuck they are. (laughs) Uh, Let's spend some money and investigate this shit. Yeah. Yeah, not not very likely. No. So... This is just the PR department. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it wasn't until last year that the uh, Defense Intelligence Agency uh, briefed Congress on that program's work. And uh, I don't know, man. I think it's it's weird to me that the, the DIA exists. <laughs> yeah. I've never heard of this. Uh, I mean, I've heard of a lot of uh, alphabet agencies, but the DIA, I, I'm not familiar with that particular one also not very familiar with the aatip um we just found out they existed yeah (laughs) yeah well we as a ufo guy formerly and i guess i kind of dabble these days but and i was super deep into it um we always knew and i'm gonna say we because i'm saying we in the ufo community right always knew that the dod was studying ufos because they were since the 50s right you know um because supposedly there were crashes you know mm. um and not only crashes but sightings like too many sightings to be nothing right uh so you had things like project blue book um that hunted down all these sightings and tried to say if they were real or fake mm. or just mistaken um but yeah to me this is nothing new right i mean all this is is the dod saying that they spent money over 10 years ago on something right you know uh i think the pro the program ended in 2017 uh let's see no it might it might be ongoing but it's just hilarious that that the new york post wrote this article mm-hmm. and they're talking to a guy named nick pope who worked for the uh ministry of defense in england right and he's a legit ufo guy like mm. he he can't talk about stuff right like, there's stuff that he knows that isn't public and uh you know there's tons of these guys but he's like probably one of the more legit people um it's just so funny that you know the new york post is a mainstream magazine or or newspaper, right? If not a little bit trashy. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they lean tabloid. Do they? St- they? They do a little. Mm. Yeah, they're not the times. Don't don't get it mistaken. Uh, Which, I mean, even those guys these days. <laughs> sketchy. Yeah. Uh, it's just so funny that these things have been around forever. Yeah. Uh, you can actually do solid research on these investigators that are legit like uh one of them died recently uh stanton freeman friedman r.i.p who uh was one of the first people to research uh betty and barney hill right um and that's like one of the first cases of of uh ufo abduction Mm. so you can look at a legit uh investigation 
by that guy and people just as legit as this guy from back then till now. But it wasn't looked at as legitimate until right now. Like like today. Like there <laughs> there's sixty years yeah. of, of investigation going on. It just wasn't done by the government. And now you've got, like, the Navy coming forward. Like, Navy pilots are actually, yeah. you know, doing press conferences. Yeah. And saying, hey, we're seeing some shit. Yeah. But also, on the other hand, you have technology that exists today that's top secret that didn't exist in the 60s. Right. So, and this is this is straight tinfoil. Who's to say that, you know, some of the stuff that's being investigated today isn't being passed off as, you know, new top secret technology right and i i just when when i read this article it made me go through some other stuff about you know what technology existed when and what is how is it declassified today right and it made me look at this uh what was it called this thing called the d21 it was a a drone from Mm -hmm. the 60s right when our uh SR-71 Blackbird was flying, mm-hmm. and that was, like, cutting edge at the time. It could go Mach, Mach 3.5, I think. Right. So, back then, they came up with a drone that could be launched off of that jet and also go Mach 3.1. Really? It was just a, a scramjet engine with uh, wings, hmm. and it could be flown by, uh, what was it called? Just calculate, onboard calculations. Wow. Uh, and I mean, that's fucking fast that I, I have the, I have the speed written down here. That is 2,685 miles per hour. Damn. That's fucking cooking. That, yeah. that is shit gets hot at that speed. Right. Flying in the upper atmosphere. Mm. Uh, that, that drone was used to, uh, spy on China mm. and, uh, I had never heard about it. Right. I've, I've dabbled in, uh, aircraft, especially secret aircraft since I was a kid. Yeah. Because, you know, it interested me. And uh, I've never heard of it. Yeah, it's used to me too. Yeah, it's crazy. So, my point is, there's shit out there that we didn't know about since, you know, that technology was, was around. Right. What it, what was it identified as back then? And was it explained as a UFO, maybe? Mm-hmm. Just to throw people off the trail of what technology was really out there. Right. And the Russians were, were developing things along the same line. So... Mm. I don't know, man. The shit is uh, very complicated. There's a lot of uh, really interesting material that was, you know, researched by legit researchers. They just weren't in the military. Right. But now that the military is coming out about stuff, I'm just curious, like, what was coming out. It, it's got to fit together somehow to me. Right. Um, there's there's a, a jet being developed right now called the SR-72 mm-hmm. fucking Mach 6. That is 4,600 miles per hour. That's, like, <laughs> incomprehensible to me. Right. Uh, what is that being explained as? Because you see stuff in the s- streaking across the sky, you know, uh, leaving a, a trail of smoke. Right. And it can't possibly be a jet because it's just traveling too fast. Hmm. That can't... And that's a manned aircraft. I mean, the drones that are being worked on right now would probably splatter someone if if it was a manned aircraft, right. you know? Because UFOs have been identified as uh, making right-angle turns at just incredible speeds where the pilot would be killed. Right. You know? So, I don't know, man. Having stuff in line with UFO research and military stuff that's, you know, rumored, it's just confusing. Yeah. Because you don't know what's out there. Like, the 
the DOD saying UFOs are real on one hand and then having top secret uh, projects on the other hand, yeah. uh, it could be just a line of bullshit. Who knows? I don't know. Not me, that's for sure. I'm confused <laughs> as fuck. <laughs> and my voice is getting a little dried out, so yeah. I think it's time to say goodnight. Shut it down. Yeah. Uh, thank you to Lone Star Buttons, our longtime ride or die, whatever they are, <laughs> sponsors, I guess. Uh, if you want to make some swag for your small business, large business, secret project, mm-hmm. let's make some secret uh, airplane buttons. Uh, you can email info at lonestarbuttons.com and get pricing or whatever whatever you're looking for i'm sure yeah. they can provide something uh you can call the owner who is named adam stimpy jones at 281-798-1996 give him the coupon code i want to suck in your hairy tits and he'll throw in some buttons for free um yeah you could go to the website yeah. lonestarbuttons.com and check out the html1 throwback website that he's got going on very stylish yeah uh very it's very, very punk rock very yeah. throwback yeah throwback for sure um and uh that's that uh also thank you to mockingbird network um i don't know if they're responsible for the uptick in our listenership lately but they might be i'm gonna investigate that because i'm very curious yeah and uh thanks for listening brennan you got anything uh no social medias website i don't want to talk to any revenge of the world.com yeah. uh yeah just go to revenge of the world.com you can find all of yeah. our stuff look me up see my new drawing i got 101 likes <laughs> i'm very proud of it <laughs> Suck triple it. digits yeah coming back um all right gently go fuck someone